Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, former SEC Chairman Jay Clayton gets his groove back. Coinbase launches a new exchange, and we have a new hack. That's today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, August 19th, 2021. Started a new segment of the show yesterday. It's called Coin of the Day, and got about a dozen emails saying, good idea, great idea, continue to do it. And then within those emails was a suggestion of a coin. Show my bags, <laughs> pump my bags. Um, I appreciate all the emails. Thank you for emailing me. I read all the emails, even though I might not reply to some of them because uh, if it's like, hey, thank you, this is a great idea, uh, show these bags, then I would just write, uh, okay, <laughs> or, or, or thank you for the email back. Uh, so everybody who sent me an email, thank you for the email, but I will pick the coins at random. I won't steal your bags. I apologize. I do look at the suggestions, but I'm just going to honestly pick them at random. I have a list that I'm keeping to make sure that I don't double up on the coins and, and maybe, you know, like a month down the line, I forget that I did a coin and I, you know, do it again. But other than that, it's going to be totally at random. I did get a question yesterday about Rev. And I said the market cap stayed the same even though the price of the coin went down. And somebody was like, is that like a stock split? It's, it's not like a stock split. Let me explain how this works. Let's take fictional coin that has a market cap of $1 million and there's 1 million coins in circulation. That price of the coin is then $1 because you're taking the market cap divided by the coins in circulation that gives you $1, right? But Depending on certain coins and certain projects, there might be a certain amount of coins that are just still out there. Let's just say it's a proof of work and people are mining the coins and the maximum supply of coins is 10 million coins. That means from the 1 million in circulation to the total amount that ever could be mined from this coin, there's 9 million more coins out there, right? Or some coins pre-mine their coins or their tokens and they put a million in circulation for the public to buy, but like 9 million are locked up for the founders or the CEOs or, or the stakeholders. So what happens is when those coins start to go back into circulation, it dilutes the price of the coin. So, for example, we have that coin, fictional coin, $1 million market cap with 1 million coins in circulation. But one day, maybe the founder or the CEO or some stakeholder gets their coins unlocked because of vesting. And vesting means that you are given those coins, but you can't put them into circulation or sell those coins until a certain date. So let's just say I'm the founder. I get, um, let's just call it a million tokens. And somebody says, or the company says, or you decide that uh, you have those tokens, those million tokens, but you can't get those tokens until, let's just say, two years in the future. But when you get those tokens two years in the future, they go into circulation. And now that your one million tokens in circulation goes to two million tokens in circulation. So let's do our simple math. A market cap of $1 million divided by 2 million coins in circulation now gives you a price of 50 cents. So our price of their tokens went from a dollar to 50 cents. Now, let's just say another shareholder or a stakeholder has their tokens uh, unlocked and they put another 2 million into the system. 
So now your 2 million tokens in circulation goes up to 4 million in tokens in circulation. That means $1 million market cap divided by 4 million tokens is $0.25 cents a token. And that's what it looks like it happened to Rev. Rev had a certain amount of tokens in circulation, then a lot more either got mined or unlocked or put into the system and drove down that price even though the market cap stays the same. And so that's what you have to look for when you're looking at these tokens is look at the total market cap plus the total uh, coins in supply plus look at how many tokens could be mined in the future. And if that's an astronomical amount, then you're going to know that maybe you'll get diluted in price in the future. And your coins that you buy maybe at $1 could be only worth 25 cents in a couple of years when those tokens get unlocked. Anyway, thank you for the question for that one. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $45,310, pretty much even in 24, while Ethereum is down 1.2 at $3,040. Binance Coin is at $421, up 4.5%. Cardano is $2.11, up 5.5%. And Tether is in the number 5 spot. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Dogecoin, USDC, Polkadot, and Solana, which is down in 24 hours, by the way. 10%. Total market cap, we're at $1.93 trillion in a BTC dominance of 44%, a net dominance of 18.4%. I had a suggestion, we should have the biggest gainers and the biggest losers on here. Let's take a look. Biggest gainers, Galaxy Network, Bitrice Token. I have no clue what that is, but they're up like 200%. Thurim Protocol, again, no clue. <laughs> what is that? This is why we're doing the coin of the day. And our biggest losers, we have Doge Token, not Dogecoin, Doge Token down 99.97% in 24 hours. Chi Coin down 91.5%, and JBox down 71.5%. <laughs> yowzers, yowzers. Be careful out there. Now it's time for our coin of the day. Our coin of the day is Beam. B-E-A-M. And it's currently ranked 456 on coin market cap. Its price is 67.4 cents. Its market cap is $64 million. And its fully diluted market cap is $177.6 million. Now, this goes to what I was saying earlier in the show. What is a fully diluted market cap? So like we said in the beginning of the show, the price of the coin is the market cap divided by the total supply. So right now, the market cap of Beam is around $64 million. You divide that by the total supply of 94.9 million coins in circulation, you get 67.4 cents or something like that, right? But to keep that 67 cents price, if the maximum supply of tokens are in the system, which the maximum supply of Beam is 262.8 million tokens, you would need a market cap of 177.9 million. So let me repeat that. If you want the price of Beam to remain at 67.4 cents, if the maximum amount of coins or the maximum supply of coins are all in the system, you would need 177.9 million dollar market cap. So please take a look at total supply versus maximum supply and market cap and fully diluted market cap so you know what you're getting yourself into. So what is Beam? Beam is a confidential decentralized finance platform that runs on a combination of two blockchain protocols, the Lantus MW and Mimblewimble. 
and it was launched in March of 2018. And Beam is a privacy token. Mimble Wimble is a privacy protocol. It allows you to basically hide your transactions and be anonymous, totally anonymous. I have spoken with the founder, Alexander Zydelson, a couple of times. But what makes Beam unique? Beam allows financial counterparts to make safe, stable, and reliable transactions. It helps eliminate the problem of user data mismanagement, keeping the system cleaner and more secure. Beam's blockchain was built on the C++ programming language from scratch. Users' addresses are kept confidential at all times and never disclosed to any third parties. Users have total access and control over their privacy, deciding who can access their information and what they are allowed to see. Beam also supports custom transactions of different types such as escrow, atomic swaps, and time-locked ones. So, that's Beam Token. You can buy Beam Token on Binance, Bitforex, Gate.io, Hotbit, and Coinex. Now, here is another pro tip for our U.S. customers. If you're buying a token, make sure you have liquidity. That's one thing that I'm running up on a lot because, you know, Binance.com is not accessible to uh, U.S. citizens. Uh, Cryptopia, which used to be our shitcoin mecca, got hacked and it went down. Uh, so when it comes to American citizens, make sure that the coins you're buying has a path to have liquidity in the future. Something like Bitcoin is going to be on every exchange. If it's Coinbase or Binance.us or FTX.us or Gemini or whatever exchange that is here in the U.S., it will always be there. So will Ethereum. So will probably Litecoin. You know, so these coins are going to be across all exchanges. But some of these little coins... They might just be delisted or found a security or who knows, the exchange could shut down. And then where are you going to sell your tokens? It can go up to a million dollars a token and you have a million of them. But if you can't sell them, what are you going to do? I mean, if it's a million and a million, you'll find a way. But what I'm trying to say is make sure wherever you get these tokens from, you will have future liquidity if you want to have long-term hodl. Anyway, that's Beam. Moving into today's headlines. I feel like with this whole like new coin of the day thing, you're going to hear a lot of my voice. Obviously, it's my podcast. It's, I'm just talking a lot. Let me know if I'm talking too much. Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. Anyway, getting into those headlines. Fireblocks, the New York-based crypto custody provider, has just added Jay Clayton, the former chairman of the SEC, or the Securities and Exchange Commission, as a member of its advisory board. The CEO and founder of Fireblocks said, Fireblocks will greatly benefit from having Jay on the advisory board given his expertise on many aspects of the financial sector. And the former chair of the SEC told Decrypt this, My primary role is to help Fireblocks and its customers understand how these new digital solutions and investment opportunities best fit within the existing market infrastructure, processes, and regulations. Coinbase now, this is big, big news, in my opinion. Coinbase today announced the launch of its new crypto exchange in Japan, one of the largest digital assets markets in the world. The launch is said to be part of the company's global expansion strategy and is carried out with a partnership with Mitsubishi UFJ Financial Group. Remember earlier this month, the California-based company announced a Q2 earnings. Q2 earnings. This is the profit. Listen to this. $1.6 billion in profit. The revenue was like $2 million. That is absolutely crazy. Coinbase is going to have some stiff competition in Japan because obviously you know Bitflyer, Bitbank, Coincheck are all in Japan. And so is the recently hacked Liquid Exchange. And yeah, Liquid is hacked for at least $85 million. They tweeted this. Important notice. Wait, I just want to go back for a second. $85 million is lost. Hacked. Gone. Poof. Kaputs. 
and you tweet. <laughs> it's like, this is the customer service these days. Is you lose $85 billion and you say, oh, my bad. Anyway, they say, important notice. We're sorry to announce. <laughs> We're sorry to announce. Yes, I, yes, you, that is the least of things right there. You're sorry to announce. Uh, anyway, Hex just pissed me off. Uh, it's, at this point, there should be no excuse. But anyway, let me read this over. Important notice. We're sorry to announce that Liquid Global warm wallets were compromised. We are moving assets into the cold wallet. We are currently investigating and will provide regular updates. In the meantime, deposits and withdrawals will be suspended. The only thing I want to know is like, good, okay, fine. Things happen. Are they going to make it right? Will they come up with any amount of money stolen from any wallet on their system and make it right? Make it full, not half, not parcel, not 90%, full. Make it right. Then we can call it a learning experience. If you don't, you're a scam. You need to go to jail. Mike Novogratz's Galaxy Digital is rolling out a new DeFi index fund. You know what? This sounds pretty exciting. I might even dabble a little bit. It's going to be called the Bloomberg Galaxy DeFi Index. And they're going to have uh, about nine Ethereum-based DeFi governance tokens in their index fund. Uniswap, Aave, Maker, Compound, Yearn, uh, Synthetics, SushiSwap, 0x, and UMA. So what is an index? It's basically a composite of all these tokens that I just said. And it's going to be weighted. So maybe you're going to be buying into 40% Uniswap and 20% Aave and 10% Maker. And it's going to be one price. Uh, so basically, you're able to, in one fell swoop, buy in the index of these DeFi tokens, invest in all of these tokens at once. There's a catch, though. The DeFi fund is only open to accredited investors, U.S. residents, who earn over $200,000 a year. That pisses me off. Again, you have to make $200,000 a year to invest in this? Like, like, Again, access. Access to these financial products. This is why the rich get richer. These products are only accessible if you make over $200,000 a year. <laughs> so what? What? This is just the traditional finance mentality coming in. He doesn't have a choice. This is how he's trying to work with the system. I get it. But it really makes me mad. It just really makes me mad. Vanek has just filed with the SEC for an ETF based on Ethereum. Vanek has a long history of ETFs, especially Bitcoin. Their first one was proposed in 2018, and they withdrew that in September 2019 because, well, I think the SEC was just dragging their feet and just running through the coals. Um, and then they applied again in December of 2020. You know, Vanek is not the only company to apply for ETFs. Well, we have Kathy Woods, ARK Invest. We have Fidelity. We have the Anthony Scaramucci. His investment firm applied for a Bitcoin ETF. We have Fidelity. Uh, well, there's a long list of them. It's like the holy grail of Bitcoin investing. Let's get this ETF this year. I think ARK Invest will be the first one to do it. And well, if you can't get it done with Bitcoin, might as well try Ethereum. And finally, yesterday, the Q2 earnings report for Robinhood came out. And it was... Eh? Let's just say eh? The upside is they made a hell of a lot more money than they did the last Q2 earnings report in 2020. A hell of a lot more. Uh, but they still lost about a half a billion dollars because of operating costs. And cryptocurrency accounted for 41% of its overall revenue. And 62% of that revenue came from Dogecoin. So here's the thing. I think Robinhood is a great stock. I think it's going to be an amazing company. It's offering access to the retail investor to own stocks and ETFs and all those things that we we're just complaining about, or I was just complaining about, but because you're not an accredited investor with $200,000 a year of annual income, 
it opens it up to the average person to invest in, to buy stocks and to hold companies and yada, yada, yada. But are all their eggs in one basket? That's a crypto basket, that is. That's Dogecoin. Do we have that much faith in Doge? I have to be honest with you. I own some Robinhood stocks. I'm still going to huddle. I think that this is a long huddle. But we really have to look closely with that and maybe their business structure. And we also have to think maybe this is a good thing because look at the revenue report for Coinbase. I just mentioned they made $1.6 billion in profit with $2 million of revenue. So maybe Robinhood just needs to study from Coinbase. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Tomorrow, I welcome you back for our week in review. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.